Now, it's time for Measure Twice on News Talk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel. Here's your hosts, Chris Kramer, Joel Graber, and Casey Hendrickson. Thank you for listening to Measure Twice here on 95.3 MNC, brought to you by Miller's Building Supply and Hoosier Hardwood. Miller's Building Supply, where service is priority since 1982 and online at millersbuildingsupply.com. And Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Michiana's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. Visit hoosierhardwoodfloors.com. And if you have any questions or comments, you can email us by going to mtwiceshow.com and go to the Contact Us page. And once again, we have Joel Graber with Graber Custom Remodeling, Chris Kramer with C. Kramer Interiors. I'm your resident know-nothing, Casey Hendrickson. I want to thank you for joining us. I almost gave the phone number, but we don't take phone calls. No, we do not. We're above that. Yeah. Is what it is. So used to giving the phone number. <laughs> but if you want, you can actually send us a, a text message, or not a text message, but a, an email if you go to mtwiceshow.com. Go to the Contact Us page. All right. So, we, um, folks, I'll be honest with you. We walked in here. We weren't entirely sure. We had a couple of ideas. We were kicking around, and then a fight broke out between these two. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, we have to talk about this. There's no way that we get away from this. Uh, th- there's an argument about rugs between Joel and Chris. I think rugs are, in general, a waste of money. <laughs> ah! uh, but I think that's a Chris, terrible thing whoa. there, too. Chris <laughs> loves his rugs. He's brought it up in the past. He absolutely loves his You can tell he's a designer, and he's not practical. Uh, <laughs> then you have Joel. Uh, you, wow. Then you have oh. Joel, who's like, that's a dick. <laughs> Joel wants a rug, but can't get a rug, because Joel has how many hundreds of kids floating around in yep. the house? And, and you don't think that the rug is going to stand up. And he's like, yeah, I just can't do it yet until the kids are all gone and then Chris looks over at him and goes you can't destroy rugs. He, he tried to he tried to put money down on it. He, he did. Was, I he hand was extended that. to shake hands and bet actual cash that Joel and his family could not destroy a rug. And and for for the record I did not accept that cuz I I feel bad didn't. taking I'd feel bad taking Mick Chris's money. Oh no you wouldn't. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, <laughs> no. stealing from old men is concerned. <laughs> <laughs> So wow, this, this I'm going to leave. <laughs> at this point, I felt the need to interject and go, are we talking about Walmart rugs? <laughs> yes. Well, that, I have a lot of destroyed Walmart rugs yes. in my past. Yeah. And then Chris was like, no, no, no. We're talking about actual like, Persian rugs and, and high-quality rugs. It doesn't even have to be a Persian rug. Can it be a Walmart rug? No. Oh. <laughs> what about an Ikea rug? No. Oh. we got to take those off the table. Are those the ones that you have to sew yourself? Yeah. It's Ikea. They, 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 I think they, they, have, they, say, yeah. <laughs> they come with a loom. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That you have to yeah, put together. <laughs> you have to assemble the loom, right? And so yes, get a miss apart. We're off to a great start today. Uh, that's funny. But, you know, no, there are so many types of rugs, excluding Walmart, Lowe's, Menards. I mean, yes, they do carry them. And, yes, they can give you a look. But, like, for, like in, for example, in your house, I mean, they make indoor-outdoor rugs that look that are perfect. You can take them out and hose them down, put bleach on them, really? scrub them. Oh, yeah. And they will hold up. To your family, family. Wait, yes. Even my daughter that loves slime, and even your daughter that loves slime, she could. The other kids who like to grind it into stuff. This I can, is, I can this actually is a, show them how to use the slime. <laughs> nice. This is a big thing with Joel because I've got I've got a daughter who's obsessed with slime as well. We make slime yeah. all the time, and so she's always making it. And of course, it gets everywhere. Um, and well, see, slime, I've, slime in the rug, man. That that just like does not come out. I've banned it from the house. Have you really? Yeah, it does do come out because my my grand out of a Walmart rug. Well, maybe not. <laughs> I've got a big giant sticky stain that proves otherwise. Nope. Do they do it in green or something or whatever? She, she, color? Yeah, colors, she'll yeah. mix up a bunch of different colors and she'll get like the the 
gal- galaxy, you know, cosmos look. So she'll have some greens and some purples, and yeah. she puts a ton of glitter in it. Yeah, yeah. all the and, glitter. Oh yeah. my gosh! When she learned how to make slime at home, we were done. It yeah. was yeah. It's just something that she's totally into, and it's easy. So it's an easy little craft. Yeah, because my granddaughter runs your house. My, no, my granddaughter. She's been over and made slime. We have an oriental rug in the kitchen, in the kitchen, you know, hand knotted, which gets all the abuse, and it takes it. You can't even tell. How long have you had that? What color did it used to be when you bought it? It's the same <laughs> color as it is now. <laughs> I had to ask. Okay, it's still there, but did it used to be red and it's black now it's or still, what? No, it's still reds, creams, okay. navies. Uh, it's a very traditional Persian rug, and it gets sp- coffee spilled on it, uh, dogs on it, slime on it, and all you have to do is take a damp cloth and just blot it right out. Hey, Joel, did you notice that he said cream? Yeah. So those are the parts that used to be white? It's because really cream is just dirty white. That's no, all it is. it's just an off white. And these are vegetable dyed. So I like rugs. Versus I like calling it pit stain. Pit stain. That's the pit color. Stain. Yeah, it doesn't have as much ivory in it as in its darker colors, but not as much ivory as a pit stain. Or I don't have any pit stains. <laughs> <laughs> so, so as far as rugs go, though, I mean, like, what's so you're saying an Oriental rug? Oriental rugs are well. Oriental rugs are great. They're incredibly durable. Um, but then again, you're getting into, if it's a hand-knotted oriental rug, those are premium price points depending upon where they're, they're woven and if it's an antique versus semi-antique or new. So, But they are expensive because a hand-knotted rug, let's say a 9 by 12 hand-knotted rug, if it's coming from you know Pakistan, uh, Persia, which is Iran, can take two to three years to weave one Ooh. rug. So they are at a premium price point. But they are so tightly woven for the most part that um, I have one at the front door. It's kind of funny to watch people walk in your front door and you have an oriental rug because they'll walk around it. Yeah, they don't want to step on it. They don't want to step on it. It's like, no, you can step on it. You could have mud on your shoes and it won't penetrate into the rug because it's so tight that it just sits on top. I guess they did use them like as nomads, right? Right. (laughs) I used to take them to the river and wash them in the river because the average life expectancy of a hand-outed rug is 200 years. So... That's not too bad. And would a Moroccan rug be considered an mm-hmm. Oriental rug? Yeah. Okay. What's the uh, What's the life expectancy of a Walmart rug? Uh, about three weeks. <laughs> okay. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Those are usually acrylic or yeah, some kind of a polypropylene. Right. I think or, I think it's a polypropylene one that we have right there, which is know. supposed to be stain resistant. It's, yeah, it's supposed to be. And logically, your head says, "All right, that makes sense. It's not going to be fibrous or whatever." And 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 then you have this weird sticky pool in the middle of it for some yeah. reason. You can't get rid of it. Weird sticky pool yeah, of it's, slime. It's yeah, yeah, yep. And in fact, I just stepped on it uh, two days ago, and I was like, "Could not get my foot off." What in the heck is this? Still on there. See, in my house, would be like, what dog just did that? Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, what other rugs are there then? Well, you've got hand knotted, right? That's at the high end of the. That's at the high end of the spectrum as far as dollars are concerned. You have hand hooked rugs, which are, if, and the way you can tell is if you ever flip it over on the back when you see the pattern on the back, um, that typically means that it's either hand knotted or sometimes there are machine woven, which oriental style which will have the same design on the back but the fringe is usually applied okay uh you've got hooked rugs and if you flip a hook rug over you'll see a a, like a a woven backing on it to kind of hide the knots so those are 100 percent wool very dense um they can be a good quality too but they're at typically a lower price point machine woven again they'd be a little bit underneath the hook rug then now what we're seeing a lot of is indoor outdoor 
and those are very patterned, very colorful, so they're kind of fun to bring indoors and not have to worry about the wear and tear. But what is that like? I mean, is it like... It seems like that would be really scratchy. Like you know, the indoor, outdoor, like green looking grassy... I'm getting the feeling, yeah, I'm getting the feeling <laughs> like, like putting, artificial like, grass. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's... No, that's, no. Nope. A little putting green inside. We have a company that actually, they're, they're made from the recycled uh, milk cartons. And that's what they used for so HDPE, okay, to to make the, the fibers. But when you touch it, it doesn't it doesn't feel like plastic. It feels like an actual rug. So weird. But they're made for indoor outdoors. So they can get rained on. They can get spilled on. They can get. I mean, you can take them outside and hose them down. Use bleach on them if you have to. Uh, so you can clean off your naked room rug with yeah. bleach. I don't even want to go there. <laughs> Might need it. That's <laughs> you know it's going to need it. <laughs> Hi, nice, now nice it might little be a little lady <laughs> at Chris's church. <laughs> no, 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 that might be a little scratchy. That will... I'd, I'd recommend a hook rug or a... <laughs> There's another joke in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we would like to apologize on behalf of Chris from C. Kramer and <laughs> and And Joel and I will make sure to keep him in line in perpetuity. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk more about rugs and what they can do for your head in fashion. Coming up on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Thank you for listening to Measure Twice here on 95.3 MNC, brought to you by Miller's Building Supply and Hoosier Hardwood. Miller's Building Supply, where service is priority since 1982 and online at millersbuildingsupply.com. And Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Michiana's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. Visit hoosierhardwoodfloors.com. And if you have any questions or comments, you can email us by going to mtwiceshow.com and go to the Contact Us page. And once again, Joel Graber from Graber Custom Remodeling, Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors, and I'm Casey Hendrickson. We are talking about rugs here on Measure Twice. And, um, well, so we left off on what Oriental rugs. We're kind of talking about some of the different styles, hookover versus uh, the knot thingy, whatever whatever that is. Hand knotted. Hand knotted. There you go. Yeah, I don't buy rugs. Um, I get mad when the wife brings, like, one of those $50 ones home just because she wants something that isn't ice cold on the floor. And I'm like, ah, why'd you waste 50 bucks on that? We could have bought a video game. Oh, jeez. Oh, Dude, it's a rug. It just meant to be walked on. Um, so we've got Oriental rugs out there, but you were just talking to Chris Joel. You're talking to him about canvas rugs. Yeah, what are those? Canvas uh, rugs. Yeah, they're canvas rugs. It's uh, like a piece okay. of canvas. My wife's like, a photographer. I'm right. thinking of canvas for like painting. Yes, well, it is. That's, that's exactly, exactly the same thing, yeah. really. And they'll actually hand paint a canvas. Oh, they'll take the canvas, lay it down. They can paint a design on it. Then they put a, uh, oh, I want to say like a, a lacquered. Yeah. Um, coating over it. Okay. And they use it as a rug. No kidding. Yeah. And they can last for many, many, many years. Um, canvas is a very durable material. Canvas is yeah. durable, uh, and it's and it's handmade, basically, right. because it's hand-painted. Oh, wow. They can be... I've seen you can some pretty p- much get any... Uh, with that. What's nice with that is you can get any pattern or something that matches exactly to maybe a piece that you already have somewhere in the or house. Or a picture of your mother-in-law, and you can walk on her face every time you come into the you, house. You could do that. Yeah. You could do that if you wanted to. You have I'm options sure. is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yes. Many. Yeah. And I wouldn't recommend the mother-in-law. No. That's okay. She I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that to, the I show. Do that to right. my mother-in-law. I wouldn't do that to mine either. But he doesn't listen to the show. Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> so we could do it to Casey's mother-in-law. <laughs> but anyways, the, I'm, the, the, those are old school. I mean, it's like some, it's something that would have been turn of the century Oh, even they or even back before even, that, yeah. even before that, like 18th century. Yeah, so they're due for a comeback then. Yeah, you know, maybe you much, more modernized. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, some of the some of the like protective coatings are that they're using are 
a lot more durable than what they would have had then. But there's right. a lot of very large format printers right now, and by large format printers, <laughs> I'm talking about they print on tables directly, on doors directly, that could print on a canvas mm-hmm. in full color, and then you could seal it. So you could actually get a picture, I think. Of I'm sure you want. could. Oh, yeah, with the way and technology has changed. Yeah, oh, yeah. so I, you know, I could see something like that making a real big comeback here as yep. an option. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, because uh, basically, as far as, like, the trends have been lately, everybody's going a little bit, everybody's going more modern, transitional to modern. So the traditional Persian rugs or the traditional or what we call oriental rugs have, have pretty much, I wouldn't say they've disappeared completely, but you don't, they're not as popular. Can as you were. not work those into that design, though? You can work them into any design. You can have the most modern interior and put the put a beautiful hand-knotted rug down and... Not, it still plays well. It still plays well with the modern interiors. Well, do people just not realize that? Is that? Um, I think some people like because of the inundation of like restoration hardware. I don't know if you've ever gotten their catalogs that are like the size of a New York's phone book. Well, any well, old phone book. What are those? Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. You get like four or five catalogs in a packet, and they'll have one catalog just all rugs, and they're all gray, and they're all just kind of modern patterns. And I think that's they're kind of leading the trend away from hardware. yeah no my favorite it's like i mean that's like not I- ikea and restoration hardware <laughs> the <laughs> the f word for chris yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it kind of makes my blood boil but that's okay i've heard of one of them so well the, okay. fa- the fact of the matter is you can get better <laughs> yeah you okay. can get better and uh, uh it, i try not to follow the trends like that per right. se because trends come in trends go out and then what are you going to do yeah and well, that was one of the deadly yeah. sins for uh, for remodeling that we talked about last week towards the end of the show. Don't follow those trends. And and, and it sounds like if you're doing like a, a nice Oriental rug, regardless of what the trends are, it can work with it. And so you can you can incorporate that in anything, even if you change things up 10, 15 years right. later. Right. If you stay, if you keep it classic, that's why we use the term classic, they, they never go out. So you can change everything around them and they'll still be uh, a relevant... Uh, investment because when you're investing that kind of money, right. you don't want it to be a trend. I mean, you want to be able to keep it for as long as you want, which could be forever. And you, can, and you mentioned that the lifespan of an or- of a good Oriental rug is a couple hundred years. Correct. So, and that's with daily wear. So, and again, it's because it's wool and very it's very tightly knotted. So, it's the pile is very very dense. So, most dirt and things that don't penetrate into the rug. They usually sit right on top. That was before slime was invented, though. Nope. <laughs> I've gotten slime out of rugs, and it didn't discolor the rug either. But then, you here's, know. Here's the thing. I'm going to call Chris next time I get slime in a rug yeah. and have him come over and show me how to clean it up. Well, he's got an Oriental rug. Can he lend it to you for like a month? <laughs> if, if, hey, and we'll put, test it. Put your own property where your mouth is, dude. <laughs> hey, Give it to Joel and his children. I've got an 8x10 in the basement underneath my gym equipment, so... I might yeah, just you don't take use a, your gym equipment. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get to my gym equipment to use it. All I right. might I might just take him up on that, and we'll do a month test, post some pictures. I, but look, I mean, that would be if it passes be a the, very interesting video. If it, if it passes the Graber test, you have to wonder if a lot of people are not getting Oriental rugs because of what you're saying earlier. You've got that rug in your entryway, and people walk around it. Yeah, there's there's, and I think we've gotten so used to not having quality craftsmanship. That everything is a throwaway. Everything is supposed to be cheap, throwaway, easily replaced, right? That we don't recognize high-quality stuff when it's right in front of us. I would say that's probably very true. So if you do videos where Joel's kids can't destroy your personal rugs, Chris, <laughs> then we might be onto something. I'm just saying. 
Now you... <laughs> They, they they will take that as a challenge. Fight, fight, yeah. fight, fight. How, do, how does it hold up to lighters? <laughs> wool doesn't. It's hard to burn yeah. wool. Yeah, yeah. Wool is wool is interesting with that. Did you see that sheep that like ran away and evaded being sheared for like two years? No. You see that? How many rugs they get out of it? Uh, it looks like a lot. I mean, it looks like that wool would have damaged the shears on impact. It was it was pretty interesting. That poor wool sheep must have been terribly uncomfortable. It has to have been. Man, for those of you who are creepazoids out there and don't realize, shearing a sheep is a good thing and necessary for them to remain healthy. It is not abusive in any way, <clears throat> yeah. except for they're naked. But you know, okay, so they look funny, whatever. <laughs> but it grows back. That's true. That's so, true. And so, so with I, I guess then, if we were talking about the classic design, how do how does this? Indoor outdoor stuff. Well, I mean, is that more, more trendy, modern. more trendy, more modern, more colorful, more more more? What I want to say: simpler patterns, a lot of stripes. Um, you can, they do have some patterns, and and uh, but they can be the stripes are kind of fun because you can put them into, you know, a living room and pull in some really fun colors. And I've got to feel one of these things because HDPE plastic is just not known for being soft. But Chris has assured us that they feel like a rug. Yeah, I mean, they're not like a wool rug, obviously, because it's made sure. out of recycled plastic. But uh, they're not like super, super stiff. I mean, they you roll them, bend them, just like a regular okay. rug would. Sure. They kind of remind me a little bit of a, um, gosh, back in the day when we used to use the. Uh, um, <laughs> back the, in the day. Back in the day, the um, there was a company called Colony Bay, and they did the uh, the oval. Um, oh, what do you call those rugs? I can't remember. Uh, You'd know them if you saw them, but they were like a um, cloth that was strung together. Yeah, to, fo- to form an oval yeah. or a round. We had we had one growing up. Yeah, everybody did. I rolled myself up in it. You did? Oh yeah, tons of fun. <laughs> that was fabric. That was just fabric. Yeah. So those were around for many, many, many years. Fit more of a more of a country, country style. Yeah. Style. Okay. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even know if they still make those. I'm sure they do. I'm sure. I mean, like. Well, in our There's, area, you go to the flea market, and some Amish p- person's making them. Right. Sure. <laughs> well, you got you know Etsy's around and things like that, so people are finding you know niches to, right. to do stuff and make a living, or at least make some side money with a hobby that they might have had. So what's it? What's it? I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm glaring. I think my eyes are actually like half as open as they usually are, and they're only half open. Yeah, there was an evil glare yeah, too. Was, you notice it was, that? It's like, like, man, what? are you really that stupid? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get it. But that's you know, it's kind of interesting because you can take again the indoor outdoor rug. Obviously, plays indoors or outdoors, duh. But you mentioned you can bleach it. So if yes. you know, if you do have a dog accident uh, or pet accident or right. somebody gets sick or right. something like that slime there's or, yeah. there's a legitimate way to sanitize it not just clean it because that's right. something else too you right. clean the stain out but is it sanitized and that sort of thing so right um so that's you know that, that might be interesting but again more contemporary style yeah. versus traditional more fun so i mean they're meant to be a little bit more but they're not going to cost you like oh, an no. authentic oriental rug is either no. so no you know as a matter of fact, I've, we've been putting some of them in bathrooms because um, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, you know, getting in front of the shower, in front of the sink, and actually, we just did one that has actual an actual pile to it, so it feels like regular fiber versus plastic. Now, are they are those indoor outdoor rugs? Or are they better at resisting like mold and mildew? Oh yeah, they you, they don't mold or mildew. Okay. And if they did, you could bleach it, just like your indoor outdoor <laughs> right. fabrics don't mold or mildew. I mean, if you keep them clean, right. Um, 
what the, what happens to a lot of people who say, no, that's not, you know, oh, no, am I molded? Well, it's the dirt that gets trapped because it's not clean, that mold and mold. Yeah, so sticking to the dirt. It's right. not sticking not to, to the, the fabric. fabric and the material. But right. Just like it, you know, just like the indoor outdoor rugs, indoor outdoor fabrics can be bleached, clean, pine saw, whatever. You can grow grass on top of a cinder block if you put dirt down. Sure, right. Yeah. So it's it's not stuck to the cinder block is is the point. Correct. So just in case somebody needs a visual on that for the casual listeners out there, the yeah. professionals obviously know what we're talking about. We hope we've got more <laughs> more conversations about rugs coming up on News Talk ninety five three Michiana's news channel. Thank you for listening to Measure Twice here on 95.3 MNC, brought to you by Miller's Building Supply and Hoosier Hardwood. Miller's Building Supply, where service is priority since 1982 and online at millersbuildingsupply.com. And Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Michiana's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. Visit hoosierhardwoodfloors.com. And if you have any questions or comments, you can email us by going to mtwiceshow.com and go to the Contact Us page. And once again, Joel Graber, Graber Custom Remodeling, Chris Kramer with C. Kramer Interiors, and I'm Casey Hendrickson. This is Measure Twice. On News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. So we've been talking about rugs today, but um, then we've got we've got some glass, like in your shower. We were kind of talking about this last week, Joel. With you know some different different options and and things with the uh, with the glass for your your shower. But I guess we can talk about glass in general. Mirrors, yeah, absolutely. Mirrors I mean, there's, and all there's more than there's more than just shower doors. I mean, shower doors is a big deal, and there's a there's a plethora of options there that. And not every right? not everybody is as committed to cleaning their shower after they get out as exactly. Chris is. He was walking us through his post shower routine. My word, it is detailed. Yeah, it is very detailed. I have two towels, one for drying the wash, yeah. wiping down the shower, and one for the shower doors. He's dedicated to getting every last drop off of his shower. You after betcha. Every shower. You bet. So he gets dirty after he cleans himself. Well, you get all hot and sweaty doing that. Right? I know. I mean, like, like, need another shower. I mean, it after kind of that. explains the musty. Atmosphere in here. <laughs> I mean, you guys are really harsh on it. Yeah, we are. But it was. I mean, it's a dedica- it's, it's, it's a dedicated routine. I mean, he hates water spots. I do not want water spots in my shower. It Sorry. can be difficult to clean off of the glass. It is. Is well, that yeah. why some people just opt for the uh, the frosted? Because I don't think it's for privacy reasons. Do you think people just opt for that frosted stuff and the crackled stuff because they don't want to clean it? That's yeah. I, there. There's that's in the back of people's mind. I don't know if that's the. Number one reason necessarily that people will go with the wa- the rain more for a look I think yeah. maybe some privacy uh, I don't it's know. not a whole lot of privacy I know. but, but um, it's more than clear glass I guess I can <laughs> see you but you're distorted a little right. bit yeah. right which may not be a bad thing but anyway <laughs> hey we don't judge I don't That's I right. don't either but because um, you can do on a clear glass you can do a Teflon coat right. on the water side. Which helps. Well, typically that's what you're you're getting. It's uh, it used to be an add-on. I don't know if they're just well, automatically doing that now. It. Okay, so I have not attempted this, but I have heard that you can use some automotive products on your shower glass that will help repel water. Wax? Um, you mean like Rain-X or something? Not like Rain-X. Although, hey, I'm okay with trying that out. I think but, that would be work. But yeah, no, it's like yeah, like the the polished wax stuff or whatever and you know I know that there are there are companies that have a service where they will come out if you have a glass shower and they will apply like a micro uh, a micro bead layer on right, there that, right. that will do a professional I'm just saying that I, I've heard that you can use some automotive stuff if it's a huge issue if you have hard water or something like that in your house and, and you have to it seems do it, to me like that could be like a hazard though like because that stuff would tend to be slick right once it's in the shower and you not on the, sure. not on not on the ground. I know, but you door. just want to make sure that you don't get it onto the ground because then, yeah. 
Or put it on the ground and get back to us and let us know. <laughs> so wow. that way we can pass on accurate information to everybody. <laughs> That's right. We, we'll do a public service there. <laughs> but usually they do that, that coating before they yeah. install the glass. Yeah. Typically. 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 I, and I don't know how long does... Do you know how long that coating lasts? I don't know how long it lasts, but I do know that it's not 100% foolproof. So... It's, they still recommend squeegeeing your shower door if you have clear glass or wipe it down so that to prevent water spotting. Right. Yeah, because we, had a, we had a company, my old house that I owned in, in uh, Nevada, we had a company come out. It took it took to do like two hours to apply this stuff because it was just like small circles just getting in every little porous surface on there. Wow. I'm sure that they have equipment now. Back then, that was like a new technology. I'm sure they have equipment that applies it a heck of a lot quicker. Now. Oh, yeah. Um, and like I said, it's usually done off-site before you even get the door. Yeah, but I'm just like, if it's already installed and you're like, right. you know what, I'm getting a little sick and tired of dealing with this. You can get something that'll soften your water up. That might cause other problems depending on, on what your system is at your right. home. Um, and then you can also just maybe have somebody come out and do it. Or, you know, hey, you can just go to the automotive store. <laughs> and uh, maybe try the Rain-X thing first because at least Rain-X wears off. <laughs> so, I don't know. I've heard of the uh, the Rain-X thing. That might be well, what idea. else? Have, what are you talking about as far as? It's Yeah, I think it's the, um, you know, like the, the polish. Like that, a wax. Yeah, but, you, you know, you can use those um, those round applicator sponge dealio things. And, and it, you know, dries, wipes clear. And then you have this reflective water barrier. Not reflective, but you know what I mean. Like right. A, you know what I mean. Not as in shiny reflective, but I'm only half of a cup of coffee. Yeah. Folks. Just bear with me. And it's, you know, supposed to dry clear. It just looks like your normal glass, but it has some kind of a protective barrier to keep it from, from building up. I suppose that would work out pretty good. Mm. If it doesn't, I have some tips. We'll tell you later on. Plastic did. Yep. <laughs> do they have a clear coat plastic? Uh, yes, they do. As a matter of fact, there you go. If you if you paint your car, okay, and while we mock while we mock plastic dip, well, okay, you two mock plastic dip because you're not familiar with it. <laughs> they take they do they take very expensive exotic cars and they plastic dip them uh, because it is cheaper than paint and it protects better than paint and you can peel it right off and the paint that you have factory underneath is pristine and perfect. So a lot of people do it and a lot of people do the clear plastic dip uh, on their car. Like as a uh, bug shield or to prevent scratches when you're coming down the freeway, you could totally do that and still run it through a car wash. Yep, hundred percent. So it would work on a it would work on a shower. Hundred percent. In fact, plastic dip's easier to clean than your paint because you just hose it off and it dries spot free. There you go. I'm telling you, Chris there, needs there some are, of this on his shower door so he can eliminate one of the towels. Yes, <laughs> but they have a frosted. We talked about the frosted glass version right. of it because like, a lot of people will go buy the frosted plastic dip and they'll decorate their windows for Christmas. Oh yeah, and then it just peels right off instead of getting the spray stuff. They have to wash off, right. which can be a bit of a mess. So I'm not convinced. <laughs> There's another thing we have to try out: <clears throat> a little plastic dip in Chris's shower. No, Let's see what <laughs> see what happens. Well, I keep I keep saying I'm going to do it in, in my tub. Because um, we've got this god awful tub that is separated from the shower, and it is this mustard yellow. It's not stained; that's the color of it, right? And it's horrible. Yeah. And so I keep wanting to just bring some white plastic dip in there, make it white. I don't have to deal with the the tub paint <laughs> that right. they have out there because yep. that freaks me out a little bit. Um, and it, then and then it still provides a, a non slip surface, so the kids will be a little bit more safe. Mm-hmm. So it I've does work. It. I mean, I, I'm convinced that it works. I'm just not convinced that I'm going to get it right the first three times. <laughs> there you I go. am convinced that it works, but I can get the plastic dip right the first time. I know that. It'll be a lot go, cheaper. Go, go with, uh, go with the, what you know you can do. So yeah, is exactly. your, your bathtub is mustard yellow. 
Yeah. What's the toilet? The toilet is allegedly white, mm. but it is old, and so the porcelain is not stain resistant. And so there's like the the calcium rust. Oh yeah, yeah. God awful brown stuff in the bottom of it. And we don't own the place yet, so yanking it out and replacing it is not an option for us right now. And I've done everything. I've taken the little you know little scrubber scour thing, and I've yeah, that won't come it, out. It's you get it clean ish, but right. it, just, it just never once no. that once that surface is gone, it's toast. There's yep, just not much yep. you can do about it. Yep. Yeah, so yeah, we got like a we got a normal shower stall, but the tub is very good size, huge. It's a nice big tub. The kids love it, but it's just that mustard yellow. It's, it's got to go. Wow. What were we talking about glass? We were, yeah, but we okay. got off on mustard <clears throat> yellow. Yeah, yeah, sorry, <laughs> mustard yellow and plastic dip. They do that to us. We can <laughs> we can cover your tub in glass. I've heard of that, you know, and and there are these companies who will come in just build right over your old yeah. existing stuff so that way you don't have to actually pay for demo and tearing everything up. Yeah. There's mosaic tiles that you can just kind of... There you go. Cover See? Seen it done. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That seems like a terrible idea. To it, me. It, it was a little... <laughs> yeah. The one I saw was uh, in a showroom up in Chicago that it was done in the gold. I think they were 18 karat gold tile. Really? Yeah. Talk about oh, gaudy. Wow. It was very flashy. Wow. Was, wow. That they had covered the entire exterior. Was the client? It was or a showroom. It an, it's a showroom. Just showing you the possibilities. Yeah, okay, but they made it for somebody. Was the client initials DT? <laughs> There's a certain very famous individual with initials DT. Uh, lives in a big white house in Washington, D.C. Well, you never know. I don't Loves know. gold everything. Yeah. Just wondering. <laughs> it could have been. I don't know. It was just in a showroom on, on display and showing you the possibilities of all the things you could do with this Italian mosaic tile. Not that I'm hating. I just don't. I'm not a gold fan. I'm not. Uh, at all. Like, I'm, I don't like gold anything. Nothing? Just, no, I'm not a gold person. You're not a gold just, jewelry? No. Oh. not a gold dude. I like white gold and platinum, but I don't. Gold has never been a thing for me. I just don't. I don't, I don't <laughs> like it. What the heck does this have to do with glass? I don't know, but it's interesting. Yeah, I, I, I want to get into the psychology of why yeah. he doesn't like gold. Yeah. What happened to him when he was I two? Don't know. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, that's exactly what it is. I think it has something to do with being Joel, from Las Vegas. Joel, you're the one who wanted to talk about glass. Think, why aren't you so doing too. this? Las Vegas, everything is gold. That is true. Everything is gold in Vegas. Yeah. So he's rejecting his youth. Yes, that's true. He's rebelling I against. Yeah, exactly. I believe that's what it is. He's <laughs> rebelling. We're getting. We're getting. Uh, I think. I think the scary thing is, is that we're actually trying to get into Casey's mind, and we do. That's not a place. That we want to go. Keep yourself safe. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Maybe some more glass stuff. Maybe I'll give you some tips on how to clean your shower. Because I actually do have some really good tips on how to clean that glass in your shower. Well, we can talk about the glass accents you can put in your shower. Okay. That's neat cleaning, too. Yeah. We can we can do all of that stuff as well. And All right. If you are as dedicated to keeping your shower as, as clean as Chris does, it'll probably work out for you. For the rest of you, I'll tell you how to actually clean it. Okay. You know, when you usually do, every six months. But it takes you a day. <laughs> the scrubby corner oh, of your of your shower because you've waited. If six you wipe it down after way you too long showered, you don't have to clean it that often. Yeah, but then you're dirty after you shower. I am not dirty after I shower. Okay, <laughs> I don't even break a sweat. Sure, Joel and I know what the truth is. Maybe he's just not a sweaty guy like I am. Oh, I don't that know. Could, that could be. I mean, maybe he just doesn't sweat like like us. The other day when we were in the garage working in that oh, project, it was like, holy cow! I don't know how you guys do this? Yeah. That was pretty gnarly. <laughs> I was dripping, and I wasn't doing anything but standing. You should watching them. Should have cleaned your shower. <laughs> we got more coming up on Measure Twice here on 95.3 MNC.
Thank you for listening to Measure Twice here on 95.3 MNC, brought to you by Miller's Building Supply and Hoosier Hardwood. Miller's Building Supply, where service is priority since 1982 and online at millersbuildingsupply.com. And Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Michiana's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. Visit hoosierhardwoodfloors.com. And if you have any questions or comments, you can email us by going to mtwiceshow.com and go to the Contact Us page. And Joe Graber, Graber Custom Remodeling, Chris Kramer with C. Kramer Interiors. I'm Casey Hendrickson, so might have gotten a little sidetracked. Why does it happen every single week? Any less. There's just a lot to talk about. Yeah. Joel wanted to talk about glass like really, really bad. Oh man. And Get now, you. Joel, we need you to take away the segment because I don't think that I can do it. I I mean you guys glass, is it sharp? We're so far here. We're so far away, I'm not sure I can get us back there. <laughs> God, I don't remember what we got off on. What did we even talk about? Your mustard we're, tub. we're not gonna the get any closer. <laughs> That's right. Okay. That's funny. All right, glass. Go. All right. No hey, pressure. So there's glass. Yeah, there's glass. <laughs> what do you do with it, Joel? Oh, you make showers, <laughs> shower doors. Okay, mirrors. Mm-hmm. That's a good start. Yeah. What do you do with those things, Chris? You put shower doors in your shower, <laughs> and Chris and cleans them off meticulously yeah, with meticulously. a towel, apparently. And you put mirrors over your vanities. Indeed, you do. Over your bed. And then you put. Uh, <laughs> and then there's also glass tile. Yes, there is. <laughs> that you I don't can put all of those in, in, in your bathroom. You can put all those in. You can even put glass tile in your kitchen. Yes, you can. I guess we just figured it out. That, that's, that's it there for the glass, folks. Joel's the one <laughs> that wanted to talk about it. I know. I, I mean, well, I'm looking for... He brought it up last week for crying. Well, I, yeah, I know. I'm working with the client. Now we're going to put glass mosaic, not mosaic, but three by six subway glass behind their... Oh, that's going to be pretty. Over the vanity. And then put the mirror over it. So that'll be real pretty. And uh, so glass has multiple applications besides this. I like it when you take a mirror and then you tile around the mirror. Oh, yeah. Or inset the tile mirror in the tile. Yeah. Yeah, I like that look, too. That's a good look. With a TV behind the mirror. Uh, Yeah. Those are pretty sweet. Love those. Those are cool. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, like, with the way technology is gone... You you can have that in your mm-hmm. in your gla- in your mirror there. I mean well, that's it's that's crazy. Glass. I mean, it's like you know, you can do some really beautiful stair uh, stair railings with glass panels. I mean, yeah. of course that has to be tempered glass. But well, so does a shower door. Yeah, that's, that's true. So, um, but glass has m- multiple applications in in a residence, not just shower doors and mirrors. Yeah, we did uh, a wine room, or it was like a wine. A wi- it was a wine room. But like where the wine was kept, it was just all glass panels, on you know two two fixed panels and then two that came together, slid together in the middle, just all clear glass. That was pretty sweet. I mean, and that application, it I think it was like the third one that was done in North America that that year. (laughs) Interesting, huh? And it was, but you know, so there's so many things that you can do with it, right? That people, you know, people don't consider glass for as far I mean you know who does that really do you see much glass block anymore not really yeah there's not a whole lot I see the fake glass block <laughs> like that you could put lights in and yeah, decorate lights with. in them yeah they're yeah. not the real you know because you used to do the little glass like partial divider and things like that they have the plastic versions of that and you can put little lights in them yeah that glass block for the most part's gone I, I haven't yeah, I haven't had anybody request it for quite a while. But that's because it's ugly. Well, they used to put it in showers. Just right, to bring yeah, some true. light in. Mm-hmm. But uh, haven't done that in forever. And you know, right now everybody's doing like half wall, you know, with glass With above the heavy glass panel. Yeah. 
which yeah i think that's the, that's what why glass blocks gone away is because of the heavy glass panels and right. how far those have come right and what you can do with those it opens up the space much better than a glass oh, yeah, block it does. yeah it does glass block gives you privacy because you can't really see through it for the most part you're in a bathroom yeah <laughs> i mean well i've seen them used for privacy. exterior wall and for exterior yeah exterior as well yeah like what you're saying like for a, like a glass block window right in the shower right yeah i guess i but you that yeah you just never see that anymore no, you should no, now we're taking them out so yeah <laughs> exactly because well, they don't age they don't age very well no, no. Because a lot of buildings would have them incorporated in the cinder block outside, and they just they get that same oxidation that you have on your headlights. And does wipe new work on the glass blocks on buildings? <laughs> Probably Could you restore not. your building by using wipe new. <laughs> wipe new. Wipe new. The other thing that the cheap, easy way for you to fix the oxidation on your, your headlights. headlights. Uh, are we are we getting sponsored by them now? Or? <laughs> no, no, not at all. I haven't even used it yet. I've had I've had one for like a year to keep meaning to use it on one of the old cars that I have, and I haven't haven't messed with it yet, but. Is that that's that's the stuff? I, I just hadn't said anything in a while, and I felt left out. No, oh, okay. sorry. That's on plastic, though. On, uh, well, yeah, but you can use it on glass, I think. Too. You sure? No, I don't think so either. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. We'll find out. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, just don't do glass block. That's right. <laughs> do a heavy glass panel. Right now, if you get the plastic glass blocks from the hobby store, then you can use wipe new on it because it's plastic. That's true. Is that don't plastic? Get, don't or get is those acrylic. Either. I think it's plastic. I, I, I'm pretty pretty <laughs> sure if you drop it, it, it doesn't break. <clears throat> might bounce. It might. You never know. And that's the stuff you can put lights in. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's um, that would be kind of. A, it, it looks exactly like the old square glass blocks, yeah. but there's a little plastic plug on the top, and you can put stuff in it, so you can use it for whatever. But people put lights in them, and they make these little like displays. So yeah, why why not do that for it's your silly. shower wall? Yeah, why not with glow in the dark what mortar? Could, what could go wrong? Glow in the dark mortar and, and a black and light lights. bulb inside. That would be oh, pretty sweet, man. See, we were talking. You guys we take the, design to a whole new. We level. did the glow in the dark mortar <laughs> thing last week. If you haven't heard it, go to mtwishow.com and listen to it. But we did come up with a perfect solution for it before the show today <laughs> to use the glow and dark mortar if you're a nuclear power plant. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. Yes, it does. I think it would be awesome. It would be. You've got to have a sense of humor. Um, all right. So cleaning cleaning the glass, um, because, again, not all of us are as, um, I'm just going to politely say meticulous. You could say anal. <clears throat> I was, I was going to go there. Um, but he is OCD. extremely OCD. dedicated to cleaning his shower. And I appreciate that because it is a lot of work to do that after the shower. But at the same time... Takes minutes. Right. That's precious minutes, minutes that I could be sitting minutes, on the couch. Minutes <laughs> saved. <laughs> minutes <laughs> saved from having to clean your shower it, at some it, point Exactly. Time. Why save minutes now when you can spend hours later? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> put that on a shirt, please. Yeah. <laughs> but I have come up with some very interesting ways of cleaning glass over the years in the shower. And um, this is a lot of trial and error. <laughs> But I found a cleaning uh, many shower doors. I found a cleaning product that has been around forever. That it was one of those things where you know you couldn't clean it, couldn't clean it, couldn't clean it, and you start going online, finding all of the you know the home Everybody's, remedies, yeah. and none of them work, right? And finally, I started seeing a bunch of people go barkeeper's friend. Now, barkeeper's friend has been around forever. Okay, right, this yeah. is a this is a cleaning product that has been forgotten by a lot of people. It is the best all-purpose cleaner on the planet. Get it? You can get it in the powdered form. Uh, so if you need some abrasive stuff on it, and you can get it in a liquid spray and a foam spray. I didn't realize they had a spray because we have the 
We, yeah, we just keep the foam the, is the powder around. The, the foam's amazing. Does the powder you, you scratch? Get it. No, it's it's like the old comet. It's like soft stuff. scrub. It yeah, could, yeah. Like, there are some things it's that you shouldn't, you probably right. shouldn't use it on. Right. So, but I've used it on the the glass in the shower when it needed a real deep clean, and it works real well. Something else that I have found, and I, I promise this has not scratched any glass surface that I've used it on in my showers. And I've got one that is a textured, and I've got one that is just pure, clean, see-through glass. Those SOS scrubbing pads, the, the steel wool with the soap. Yeah. That come with the soap. I have used those on the shower doors. They do not scratch. They take that the the, the water calcified drops right off. I mean, it'll... It would make me nervous. nervous. Well, especially about... Especially if you have that too. clear coat on the That's inside. That's why I did it on somebody else's door. Oh, and it worked great, and now I use it on mine. I okay. just did it yesterday. No joke. Swear to God. Because they don't recommend anything abrasive. abrasive for even, like, cleaning your bathtubs or sure. your, your, your toilets. Because yes. it's amazing. You don't want to take that enamel off. And have, that's when the stains and everything start. So. Those, that steel wool has not scratched a single glass panel that I've ever used it on. And I get it from the dollar store. You get a whole box of it from the dollar store. Doesn't cost doesn't cost you hardly anything. Only a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> Only a dollar. Dollar seven, really. Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> darn you, government. Yeah. 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 But no joke. Because I usually have them around for, you know, the stainless steel pots and pans. And you, just keep, like that. And you just keep one of those in the shower with you? No, because it'll rust. Shower door. No, body. Yeah, that's right. You can't do that. No, that would be very, very that beats bad. A, what do you call those? Loofah? Yeah, yeah. Who yeah. needs a loofah pad? You got, a SO, you got an SOS pad in there. Uh, Chris needs that so I can scrub the shame of his OCD off of him. Yeah. That's a lot of scrubbing. But I don't it does. But it does work. And if you don't want to do the steel the steel wool SOS pad, Barkeeper's Friend is your best friend in your shower. Promise. That's good stuff. Just, it's actually I, the I do best use cleaner. That for a lot of stuff, too. And Barkeeper's Friend, I, that's a bottle of gin. I don't know. It yeah. is. <laughs> Amen to that. It is the best cleaner I've ever used, though. At 100%. Best cleaner I've ever used. And if you need a little extra grit, say, use the powder. So I usually go and buy the powder and the foam. Um, and then you use a combination of both. But it, it's amazing stuff. Wow. Really is. Wow. You're welcome, everybody. Jeez. I've saved you. you. I've saved you thousands of man hours. (laughs) His bathroom is spotless. No, no, totally Scratch to hell, but it's good. Because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not dedicated like Chris. Like I said, why save minutes now when you can spend hours later? That's right. The barkeeper's friend will make it less hours. Right there. All right. Hey, folks. I'll take your word for it. Go to mtwiceshow.com, listen to the podcast, share it with your friends. We appreciate the support. And uh, don't forget to uh, listen next week right here on 95.3 MNC for Measure Twice. Joel Graber from Graber Custom Remodeling. Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors. Hire them. They're amazing at their job. Uh, Casey Hendrickson here. Don't hire me for anything. (laughs) Have a great weekend, folks. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to Measure Twice on 95.3 MNC. If you have any questions for us, go to our website, mtwiceshow.com, and click on the Contact Us button. And make sure you tune in next week to Measure Twice on News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.